Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to another video. I'd like to, to run a quick video here in relation to people being angry, really, really angry at the narcissist post the intimate relationship with the narcissist, or I guess any relationship with a narcissist that ends as they usually do or goes through phases as they usually do of really bad stuff with the narcissist doing horrible things to you, whether it's cheating, stealing money, um, smearing your name, taking your property, uh, using your children to torture you, using them as, as pawns against you, triangulating you with children they have with somebody else, triangulating you with ex-partners, triangulating you with everything and anything. And all the horrible things without going into it that you can go through and experience with a narcissist down to the annihilation of your identity as a person. So given that they can very successfully and subtly, unfortunately, con us and they have this mindset and they have this mentality and they justify everything they do and they're never accountable. So they can also walk away and still blame you for the abuse that they've perpetuated upon you. They can even justify, say, the taking of your money or the stealing of something or whatever act they do. They will always, their narcissism will always justify it and say, well, you should have looked out or it was your fault because there's always, it's always somebody else's fault. So if there's a gain for them, they kind of see it as the right and just payment for what they've been through. Remember, they have a different way of looking at life. They do not look at life like the majority of people do. There's a section of society that are narcissists and there's a few other delicious connotations or delicious extras that can go on that particular personality disorder. They can be other things as well, like psychopaths, sociopaths, whatever. But this section of society actually all look look on life in a very similar way, just with a few tweaks here and there. But they will justify why they do things to other people and they see it as justifiable where we we and the law and the legal system if it were to be, uh, you know, on trial, would see it as unfair, as as evil, as unjust, etc. So a lot of people are left in a lot of different states after a close encounter with somebody from narcdom. And people can go through stages in their grieving, in their recovery and in their healing of being very, very angry and wanting revenge against the narcissist. And this is where a lot of people who 
maybe don't have the knowledge fully or can't accept the knowledge fully or feel out of control in relation to their emotional state and just want to disperse the anger, to get rid of it, to get revenge on the narcissist, to get justice, to make things right, because the unfairness is so gross, it's so all-encompassing, it's so distorting, it's so disturbing of you moving forward in your life that you feel at some point, not everyone feels this, but it does affect people on different levels. At some point, all you can think about is getting revenge on the narcissist. And there are ways of getting revenge on the narcissist that can be interactive revenge, what I, what I would call interactive revenge, where you actually do something specifically that's going to get revenge on the narcissist. I would highly recommend that you don't look for interactive revenge with the narcissist because the saying is very true. Revenge is a dish best tasted cold. And if you are in a state of emotional turmoil, hurt, despair, and you're not actually thinking straight, you're thinking out of an emotionally driven plan. And that will never work with the narcissist because they are master manipulators of emotions. That is how they navigate the world and get their needs met. So you're not, you are not a master manipulator of emotions and you don't want to go there because going there will destroy who you are essentially as a person and will bring you into a narcissistic style that you don't want to go into because nothing can be gained from being narcissistic. Nothing, the narcissists are not the winners. They need people continually to get their needs met, to survive in the world. You don't. You have the ability to enjoy and interact positively with other people and get so much more from life than just surviving, than just getting your needs met. You as an individual, an empathic individual, do not want to destroy that which you are. To go down to the level of narcissism as a basic tool for navigating life. It's a poor navigating system. So guys, there are, as I say, interactive ways that you can get revenge. If you still want revenge, I don't know how many, you want to call it months or years or how long, ever long it takes for you to heal from the narcissist. And usually if you've healed from the experience, you don't want revenge at that stage. But if you still do, there are different ways of getting revenge interactively. It's usually covertly behind the scenes where you can you can make a difference in their their job you can make a difference 
by, I suppose, getting information on them and their future plans and interfering with those kind of things. You can do things like that if you still want revenge at that stage. But I would suggest if you're still hooked on getting revenge at a later stage after their interaction, you possibly haven't healed fully. But that's a choice you have to make and that's a choice for everybody to make. And there would be no judgment for me in relation to what you do in relation to your anger about the narcissist. But if you want to get immediate revenge, and I know you will have heard this before, but can I just explain it to you? From my point of view, it's just an opinion, but it sits well with me from what I've heard and what I've read and what I've experienced. The narcissist initially meets you and sees you as meeting their needs. And they take you on in a relationship for you to provide this function. When they've used you up, it's their preference to disrespect you and throw you away because you were fulfilling their needs and they were dependent on you. But they resented being dependent on you when they realized they were dependent on you and they started to put you down and navigate away from you to meet someone else who they felt was more worthy of them. Remember the narcissist, like we said in the last video, they can never be your equal. They have to be your superior and you have to be the servant. So if they decide to leave you, they have to be fully, you know, okay with that decision in that they are correct. They're justified. They're not accountable. You're to blame and they're right for leaving you because you are basically a piece of shit in their minds. And that's what they want everybody else to believe as well. That you malfunctioned, you let them down, you weren't the person that you said you were or purported to be at the beginning of the relationship. That you not only are a different person to what you said you were, but you have been abusive to them. You have abused them because you didn't function the way you functioned in the beginning. And that was what they expected of you throughout the whole relationship to be. Adoring of them, servile to them, never questioning them, never wanting your needs to be met. So in their minds, you not doing that and turning into something entirely else you were falsifying who you were. Now, remember, this is projection on the narcissist side. But it's a personality disorder, and this is how it's disordered. So you need to be put in your place. You need to be truly seen for the worm that you are. Let's just say maybe they put you in the, in the position of you crawling, sniveling caterpillar. You said you were... Um, a strong, beautiful lioness. And I discover after I've been in a relationship with you that you're a little furry caterpillar. When the narcissist leaves you or you get away from them, you are devastated. You are looking like what the narcissist said. You do look dependent. You do look pathetic, maybe. You might look a little bit crazy because of the games they play with you, because of the false perception they will give and 
you help them to give it to other people if you react to them in the phase when they're discarding you. This is where you're meant to stay. You're meant to stay down. You are meant to be the person the narcissist decides you're meant to be when they've discarded you or when they've chosen somebody else and you've told them to go. They reframe the snapshot from the beginning of the relationship when you were the proud, beautiful lioness who was, you know, who was suitable to be with them, who they deemed as, they deemed as worthy to be with them. So the black and white thinking has now put you into this sniveling, crawling, furry little caterpillar who can be squished in an instance. And that's where you're to stay until they decide to come back and hoover you and put you back into the beautiful lioness box. If, if you have worked on yourself, realized your mistakes, and now will serve the narcissist's needs again. If you haven't, you're going to be the furry caterpillar for a very long time again until they decide to come and hoover you again. So guys, if you aren't prepared to stay as the caterpillar, if you metamorphize into the beautiful butterfly that you know you are and don't stay in the box the narcissist put you in when they decided who you were because of their malfunctioning thinking, because of their projection, because of their black and white thinking, because of their personality disorder. If you go on to blossom, to flourish, to be better than you were at the start of the relationship when they met you. You blow the narcissist's mind. You blow their mind because they can't, they can't run that story that they're telling themselves on themselves or on other people. And other people feed back to them your success. And it's like kryptonite. The reality of that to the narcissist blows them, tortures them because their ego functions are messed up. They can't be superior to you if you're presenting as superior to them and you're getting all this attention and you've not only survived without them, but succeeded without them. You mean you've done better without them. That is pure torture to their self-esteem. It takes, that's a huge wound for a narcissist to recover from. That's the best revenge because if you go at a narcissist, telling them who you think they are, showing them that you're still upset by them, giving them an emotional reaction. You don't wound the narcissist. You stay within the dynamic. You stay making them relevant. You stay making them of control over you. 
They have power over you. You're still theirs. You're just an extension of them because your anger feeds their sense of self-importance, their sense of being superior to you because they and their actions are relevant, are significant. They have the ability to make you angry, to make you sad, to make you happy. They're your God. You are just someone they can manipulate, a puppet. So you shouting the odds at the narcissist, you going into the public and saying how bad they are, just feeds into their smear campaign. But you not giving them any attention, no contact, zilch attention, no reaction to the smear campaign. They don't exist. They actually don't exist then. They actually become not significant. They can't emotionally regulate. They have to go to other people to get that level of emotional regulation. And remember, they may not have embedded a new supply, certainly not someone as capable as of you, as you, sorry, of giving them that supply. They're foostering around among family and friends to get the last dregs and drains that the family and friends can give. They were expecting reaction from you because of what they did to you. And they're not getting that supply. And you've really, really messed it up for the narcissist. Not only that, but they hear of your progress through the grapevine or whatever. You're not giving them this. You don't give them news. Just think about it, guys. Think about what that does to their construct, to the way they feel about themselves, to the fact that they don't they don't feel significant. They don't feel that they're important enough to elicit a reaction from you, someone that they could control by the their little finger before or with their little finger. That's the best revenge you can get against the narcissist while not actually being narcissistic in a way that you're seeking to destroy someone else. But the upshot of it is you remain within your spirit, your spirituality, who you are, who who you want to be, who you were born to be. You're more in your purpose than ever. You're more in your spirituality than ever. And that has affected someone who has chosen to do these evil things to other people. Don't you think of the effect that that will have on them and the effect it'll have going forward if other people were to do the same? Their fuel supplies would be so much lower. So you, in effect, have done something really good for yourself and have done something really good for the world. Because as you go forward as this person who's grown and shining and in your full purpose can contribute to the world. If you believe in the spirituality and the evil and the whatever, you know, that side of it. This is a win-win situation for spiritualism, for God, for 
for your belief in the universe, for your belief in all things good. You've doubled yourself as a being in the world, as your contribution to making the world a better place to live in for you and your family and for the rest of the world. And it can spread out. So the narcissists, if they can't take us down, guys, their, their, what would you say, their purpose or their, the way they go about living their lives is all about them. It's all, they've decided to navigate the world by knocking other people down. And they, they don't care about the destruction that it causes. And destruction breeds destruction, breeds destruction. If you want to become part of the world and stay in their world and act like they do and get into the drama and get into the anger of it all. But if you choose, if you choose yourself, if you choose you and you support you, you'll double up on doing something great for you, doing something great for the world and hitting the narcissist where it hurts the most. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this video on getting revenge on the narcissist. Take care. Keep on your journey. Keep strong. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.